start this message, but I want to ask you a question, and I want you to just really kind of hear what I'm saying. I am um, I'm thankful for all that God, God is doing, but here's, here's the subject that I'm talking about today. I, I'm going to ask you to do something, and that is this. I want you, because some of you have had some teachings and some things that you've seen in the past and things that you've experienced in the past um, that maybe have hindered you from stepping into all that God has. And so I'm going to ask you to leave all of those notions at the door. Here's what I mean. Um, Some of us, I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit this morning. And I know for some of uh, of you that have come from different, even those of you that are watching online, maybe you've had an experience or you've seen some things that you just be like, I, I, no, thank you. I've, I've seen some stuff in the past that it would be like, I, and y'all going to be one of those churches. I'm going to go try to find something else. But here's what I want to say to you. God has good things in store for you. He loves you. Do you believe that? And the Bible also says that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights, of who there's no, no variation of turning, no, he does, there's no respect to a person, and he wants you to experience him and accept him and all that he has. And so I'm going to ask you this morning to take the restrictions off, take, take, uh, take off the lid, take off the, any, anything that would hinder you from saying yes to everything that God has. Because I know sometimes when you talk about the Holy Spirit, um, we say different things like this. We're like, well, I want the Holy Spirit. I do. I, I desire to have him and what he has for me. But I want to pick and choose kind of where he comes in. Like, for instance, we want to treat the Holy Spirit like trail mix where we take the M&Ms out, but we want to leave all the nuts. And then you think of it like that. Be like, well, then I'm left with a bag of nuts. And that's why I've seen some people act like nuts, you know. And so therefore, I don't necessarily want all that. I've seen it. I've seen it happen where I've come into our pantry and I look in there looking for the trail mix that Vanessa has bought for me only to find a bag of nuts in there. And I'm like, who ate all of the M&Ms out of my trail mix? They go, daddy, it was you that ate all. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't get mad at you if it was me that ate all it. But the truth is you're laughing, but we do that to God sometimes. We're just like, God, I want this and I want that, but you got to operate how I want you to and you got to have, and I, I want you to come, but you can only operate in my life between nine and six, and then I'll take a break, and then you can come in back in later on. God's like, no, it's either all or nothing with me. So I, I want to ask you before we get started that you would indeed just take off the restrictions, take off the lids. And I want you to be able to, because we're going to pray here in just a second, I want you to say, God, mm, whatever you want for me, I want it. I'm, I'm hungry for all of you, not just some of you. Not, I want a part-time relationship with you. I want all of you. And if you say that, he'll come in. He said, I stand at the door and knock. I'll come in. And the Spirit of God is no different. He wants to come in and he wants to, he wants to take you places that you've not been before. He wants, to t- he wants to get inside your life, and he wants, to, he wants to transform you. He wants to change you, and he wants to empower you to do what he's called you to do and be who he's called you to be. Anybody ready for that? Yeah. Don't say yes if you're not ready for it, because he'll come in and do it. You'll be like, you be like, yes. I mean, he just, you're going you know, to crack a door open to some of the Jehovah Witnesses, and they just bust on in. Ever have, have, they bust on up in there. But like, I was just saying hello. That's like, well, hello, you know. <laughs> And so I'm saying Holy Spirit wants to bust on up in there. And when he busts on up in there, you got to bust a move. You know what I'm saying? And so therefore, are you ready to say yes? Now, before you answer, I'm just telling you, don't, don't, I mean, it's, it's time. God, he, I'm telling you, he's told me this morning, 
He wants to come in and do some things that, he's, that, that some of you are maybe not ready for, but if you'll say yes, it'll change your life. He'll change your life. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm asking again, are you ready? Yes. All right, let's pray together. Lord, I want to thank you. And we choose right now as a body, as a family, as a corporate body to say yes to you. We don't want to pick and choose. We take all the restrictions off, every lid off. Every, every chain, every shackle, every preconceived idea, every, every preconceived notion, all the things that we've seen on TV, all the stuff that we may experience back in the past, we just say, Lord, it's a new day. Come in. Woo, come in, Holy Spirit, and change us. Transform us. You, you can have all of us. Come on, tell them now. You can have all of me. All of me. Say this. I got to decrease. I want to decrease. You increase in my life, in my heart, in my mind, and you come in and change and do everything that you have, everything that you want to do. Every restriction is off, Lord, and I don't even know what I'm saying yes to, but I want it. Go ahead. I don't even know what I'm saying yes to, but I say yes, Lord, to your will and your way, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have you ever been up at night? Sometimes I, when I was uh, dealing with some pain from my, my gunshot wound or whatever, I'd be up at night and, and I'd, or I'd work on a sermon, work on a message, and I'd be in the, you know, at night, Vanessa would be asleep or whatever, and I'd turn the TV down real low. And right about 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, they have these, what they call infomercials that, that'll come on. And every time I see an infomercial, it is one of those that the people that start in it are really pathetic. They go, have you ever, do you have dull knives? And they have the lady on there who can't cut a tomato. I mean, she's struggling. You know, the knife falls out of her hand, and she's just like, oh, no, I can't cut a tomato. And then there's a lady, the other guy, and he's just like, he's trying to fumble around and try to change a light bulb. And he's just like, oh, I can't change a light bulb. You know, and it's always black and white. You know what I'm saying? It's not colorful. And then they go, have you have trouble changing light bulbs? Can you not see in the middle of the night? And all of a sudden, the guy's struggling. You know, we have news for you. And then they all of a sudden, it comes in full color, and the lady all of a sudden has the best, sharpest knife, and she throws the tomato up. She cuts and it slices everything. And then all of a sudden, she slices it again, and then a piece of air falls out. You know what I'm saying? It's, these knives are so good. They're so amazing. And they're like, and he's like, and the guy that all of a sudden couldn't change a light bulb, it screws in by itself. The light bulb screws in by itself and all of a sudden he can see and he's smiling and the light and lights have come on and the color has come on and all of a sudden it's like and then it's like then they have a deal with like how many Aggies does it take to screw in anyway I'm just saying they have all these different things for these infomercials and I have found myself in the middle of the night talking to the TV have you have do you can you not sleep are you up at late at night I'm like why, yes, I am. Uh, do you need something to help you to sleep in the middle of the night? I go, yes, I do. And then all of a sudden he goes, we have something for you. It's called Sleep Right. And once you take Sleep Right, it'll make you sleep right. And so you need this supplement. It's no preservatives, no additives. And you got to read the fine print. The guy starts talking real fast. You got to have this. And you got to spend a lot of money. And all this money, the arm and the leg, and the arm and the leg. And then you got to read the kneecap and everything else. And then, but you can have this all for just $19.95. And then all of a sudden you think the commercial's over. And then all of a sudden he goes, wait, there's more. If you order right now, 
If you order right now, not only will you get this set of knives that can cut the air and cut a tomato in thin air, and it'll cook for you, it'll clean for you, it'll cause you to just rise up and be everything that God's called you to be. Not only that, if you order right now, we'll send you two sets of knives. And not only we have two sets of knives, what am I going to do with two sets of knives? Not only that, it won't just cut tomatoes and cut thin air, but if your husband come home and he acting up, you can cut him too. You can cut him. And I'm telling you what, and then, and then they go right when you think that's over, they go, wait, there's, there's more. We have something else for you. If you'll sign up right now and then all of a sudden sign your children up, we have something for them too. It's called play a knife. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, they always have something that there's more of. And here's the reason why I'm telling you that. Because you're coming here to a Sunday service and sometimes you're sitting in here and we go through the routine and you go through the services and you sing the songs and there's a message and then you go home wondering if there was more. But I want to tell you this morning, wait, there's more. There's more. You can go as high as you want to in the things of God. There's more for you than just living a life of a dull Christian, of just going through the motions and going through life just a humdrum. There's more for you. God has designed for us, has uniquely gifted us and given us his Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the promise of God. There is more. Say that with me. There is more more. Some of you are here this morning and you're just like, oh, they're talking about the Holy Spirit. And I said that, talking about the Holy Spirit, and you've seen the stuff on TV. You know what I'm saying? You've seen stuff on TV. And this, now I want to tell you tonight, right this morning, that the Holy Spirit is not one of those as-seen-on-TV things. Because he was just like, I've seen him, and I've, I'm telling you, the guy, I've, I've been in the services where the guy gets the Holy Spirit, gets up, starts running, hopping over pews, runs straight into the wall, falls down, and there's all kinds of stuff. The lady flopping on the floor, I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want nothing to do with that. That brother ran right into the wall and just, and hit the, and then got back up and ran and hit another. I'm just like, I'm th- no, thank you. It's like, why is I got to receive the Holy Spirit and try to make me be weird? I don't want it necessarily to be weird. And so some of you have seen some things. You're just like, okay, God, I do want your spirit. I do. I do. I would like to say, I want to say yes to you, but really, I don't necessarily want that. But I do want you, but I don't want that. And God says to you this morning, you take the restrictions off, and you not worry about how it's going to make you feel, how it's going to make, if you just say, God, I, I, here's what I know. I want everything that you have for me. And every one that you have for me, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights, of who there's no variation, no shadow of turning. So when the Bible talks about the fact that you who are fathers know how to be, you're evil and you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Can you say that with me? How much more? How much more would the Father give the Holy Spirit for all of you that would ask? And ask him because he's a good father. If you ask for bread, will he give you a stone? You ask for a fish, will he give you a serpent? That's what the scripture says. How much more does your heavenly father want to give you the spirit of God if you ask for him? Ask for him to come in. So that's what I wanted. My first point this morning, I said it at three points this morning, as I always do. The first point is to receive his promise. The promise of the Holy Spirit. If you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to turn to Acts chapter 1. And one of the things that you need to know about receiving the promise of the Holy Spirit is the fact that God is the one who promised his spirit to us. He promised his spirit to us. Turn to Acts chapter 1, verse 4. It says this, And being assembled together with them, 
he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. Wait. There's more. Wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you've heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together and asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? So the truth of the matter is, is that God is saying, listen, if you wait for the promise. Wait, wait, wait for the promise. Well, what are they waiting for? Well, do you know that Jesus did no miracles, did no signs, no wonders, none of those things, until the Holy Spirit came and descended upon him like a dove? He did nothing. I mean, he, 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 was, he was doing what God's called him to do. But seriously, he did none of those signs and those wonders and miracles until the Holy Spirit came and descended upon him. Does that tell you that we need the Holy Spirit? You need the Holy Spirit. I said that last week when somebody was like, do you need the Holy Spirit to, to, to go to heaven? You need the Holy Spirit to go to Walmart. You need the Holy Spirit to go to the store around the corner. Amen. Some of y'all need the Holy Spirit to keep y'all calm when y'all go to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? When they got that one register open, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, that one register. Like, out of all these people in this store, y'all got one register open. Some of y'all lose y'all Jesus right in the middle of Walmart. You see some people in Walmart, you'd be like, oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, you need the Holy Spirit. Not just to go to Walmart. You need the Holy Spirit to wake up in the morning. You need the Holy Spirit to be, to be with you. Because he said it's not going to be just in you. The Spirit of God. Can you think about that? This very Spirit of God. And he promised his Spirit to us. Why would you not want to receive his Spirit? Here's the, here's the thing about a promise. The promise works this way. The person who made the promise is the one that's on the hook to make sure it gets accomplished. Amen? Is that true? And let me prove it to you. How many of you have had kids and all of a sudden... They can't hear the other stuff that you say. You'd be like, hey, I need you to clean your room. I need you to pick up after yourself. I need you to uh, make sure that you take the trash out. I need you to make sure that you clean, wash the dishes. They don't hear anything that you said about any of that stuff. But when it comes to saying stuff like, hey, I'm going to make sure you have gas. I'm going to give you some money, you know, so that you have this. And, yes, you can go over to your friend's house and make sure you, yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure that you, whatever. And then all of a sudden they heard that something in their heart files it away. And it puts it away. Yeah, you can go to Six Flags. I'll take you to Six Flags. We're going to Disney World. They know when you said it, how you said it, your hand motions, why you were saying it, how you, what you had on. You had that ugly shirt on, Dad, I remember. It was an ugly shirt that you had on that Mama told you not to wear, but you had that on. And all of a sudden, and you, and you said it in the kitchen while you were sitting down watching the football game because the Cowboys was down 7 to 0, and they always are anyway. So therefore, you said it. Therefore, you promised, Dad. And you got to make sure you come through for what you said you come through with. I'm on the hook. I got to do what I said I was going to do just because I said I would. Even if I don't want to, even if I don't feel like it, even if I don't see how it's going to be done, I will step into that place as El Shaddad to make sure that it gets done. Some of you are in a place right now that you feel like God's promised you some things and it hadn't necessarily come to pass. I want to tell you this morning. He told me this ain't even in the notes. He told me to tell you this morning, I am a God who will do what I said I will do over your life. Amen? So receive his promise. He's on the hook. And so therefore, he said, wait for the promise. Wait for the promise. They got these new things down now on the end of the walk, walk like where you're trying to cross the street. The guy goes, wait. Wait, wait, 
wait, wait. I wish I could find that guy. If I ever hear his voice, I'm going to be like, hey, come here. Wait, wait. You know what I'm saying? You're just sitting there. You're just sitting there waiting, just, you know, and waiting for the, you know, for the guy to, you know, to do the deal. But I'm telling you what, some of you feel like you're laughing, but some of you feel like you've been in that season where you're just like, wait, 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 wait. Now, God, wait, wait. Now, God, wait, wait, wait. I can't take it anymore. Wait, wait, wait. And he says, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. God is saying, when you wait on me, which means to trust me, I will do everything that I said I'm going to do in your life. Wait upon the Lord. Then he says, again, I say, wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. So you wait upon the Lord for his promise. His promise of what? His spirit. I will be in you. And I will not only do to wait, to wait for the promise, the promise of God. He says, you, you'll wait. You'll be, you'll be endued with, with power. And then I'm going to read another. As I said, where he says that to wait for the promise and receive his promise. And my next point is this, to receive his presence. Because the spirit of God will be in you. The spirit of God is in you. And he and then in you to empower you to do what God's called you to do. So wait and receive his promise, but also receive his presence. What does it mean to have the presence of God with you and in you? That we are carriers of his presence. You are carriers of his presence. Do you know that? And the, the glory, this is the spirit of God carrying the presence, the weight of his presence in you, when you go into the store, when you go into school, when you go, you carry the, the presence, the very spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is in you to be able to, to, to really his presence. And that's more than that. You know, I mean, we're not carrying the ark. We're carrying the presence of God in us when we go into these places and we, we operate in the, the various things that God's called us to. It's his presence that changes things. Do you know it only takes one encounter with his presence to transform you? One encounter of his presence you say yes to him, his presence come in, his, his Holy Spirit comes in, and it changes you. You can't treat him like, like again, you can't be like, Lord, we'll have your, I'll have your presence, but you got to stay over here. It reminds me of the story, Pastor Terry and I were talking about it uh, this past week with the pastors where this uh, man was, was talking about his mother-in-law who came into the house, and she was staying with him, and so she had to sit down with the mother-in-law and tell him about the ground rules. Now, mother-in-law, I'll just tell you, that this over here, this is our area. Now, we come in here, we eat from this time. Now, this is your room over here. You stay over here. When you see us eating over here, you stay over there. And you make sure that when we come in, and you have, you have all of this. Now, look at it. It's so nice. It's so nice. You have all this. But over here, this is our, where, we, where we operate. And so he just told the mother-in-law that. She goes, okay. And so when he walked out, the Holy Spirit told him, said, you treat me that way. You tell me that I can stay over here, but you don't want to let me have all of your life. And so I'm going to ask you this morning, what part of his presence has not infiltrated all of your life? And I'm looking at some of you this morning. I'm looking at all of you and just saying, as those of you that are watching online, some of you need freedom this morning. The Holy Spirit is what causes that freedom to become real in your life. Some of you need a revelation of the love of the Father. The love of the Father to come in that eradicates all fear. You wonder why you have fear? The, the, the revelation, perfect love, his perfect love cast out all all of it has to go when you get a revelation of his love, his presence. And some of you need a direction this morning. 
Some of you need a direction and where to go. You need clarity where to go and what to do. And you're like, God, I'm asking you for, I need, I need direction. I need clarity. And here's what he says. I will show you the path of life. This is what the Bible says. I'm making this up. I will show you the path of life. In my presence, there's fullness of joy. And at my right hand, there's pleasures evermore. I know that. That's good. But I need direction. <clears throat> I will show you the path of life. Yeah, but where? In my presence, there's fullness of joy. And at my right hand, there's pleasures evermore. I get that. But I need direction. <clears throat> I will show you the path of life. In my presence, there's fullness of joy. Some of you are trying to get direction from the world, and they don't, have, they don't even know where they are. Some of you are trying to get direction from people that don't. You know, the Bible talks about how the blind lead the blind, and they both fall in the both fall in the ditch. The blind leading the blind. You asking somebody some questions you don't even know. But to the one who lives in you that knows all things, that is omnipotent, omniscient, he knows all things. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He goes, you want to know direction. I'm getting you to know the one who was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. I want you to know me is what he's saying. I want you to know me. Get to know me. Get to know my presence because you need to know that I have called you out of darkness and into my marvelous light. You need to know that I've blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heaven places. You need to know that I have given you everything that you need to be who he's called you to be. I, you need to know that I have gone before you and that my presence is before you and around you and my glory is your rear guard. You need to know that you're blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed going in, blessed coming out. You need to know that you have the mind of Christ. You need to know that my grace is sufficient for you. You need to know that I am the God that says that I'm going to do exactly everything that I said I'm going to do. You need to know that I am an all-consuming fire. You need to know that I am the one who's ordering your steps and the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in your way. And though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down because the Lord will uphold him with his hand. You need to know that he's given his angels charge over you and they'll bear you up with their hands and they'll keep you in your way so that you don't dash your foot against a stone. You need to know the one has, who has designed you and has made you and has created you, the one that has made you fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to know the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the one who is able to sustain you and keep you, though all things are going crazy in your life. You need to know. You need to know. You need to know. You get to know me and my presence. Familiarize yourself with my presence because the presence of God the promise of God brings about the presence of God. That when you, when you step into a place, it's, it's, it's his presence that makes a difference. Some of you are just like, I've never experienced it. I've been going to church my whole life. I've never experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I've never had any of that. I've seen other people get it. I've seen other people ask for it, but I've never had it in my life. I, I'm telling you, today is your day. Even those of you who are watching online, like, how can I get it? I'm here in my pajamas watching. I know you got them pajamas on. I know you got them little penguin pajamas on over there, and you're watching. I don't know if you do or not. But anyway, the truth is, you can have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and he'll change everything. And some of you... He's just like, I, I, I don't know, Pastor Chris. I don't know. I, I like it when you come in and you, you preach those sermons and I feel good. And then we go and we go to eat. And I like that. I'm telling you what. I, I would give everything. 
so that you can have an encounter with the presence and the Holy Spirit, the power of God in your life. Which leads me to my third point. Receive his promise, receive his presence, and receive his power. A power, a empowered life. And here's what I want to ask you. Are you walking in the power of his Holy Spirit? Are you walking in the power of the Spirit? Because it's one thing for you to... To, to his presence because he lives inside of us, but if you get it filled up with who he is, are you living a spirit-empowered life? I'm asking you that because the truth is, is that, again, Pastor Terry and I were talking about this, why is it that believers, people who know who God is, we know, and, we, and we, live, we live defeated lives. We, have, we, we don't feel like we're empowered to, do, to live the life that God's called us to live. You, and I'm serious about this. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth this morning. It is not the fact that people are just going about living life. It's not, it's not one of those deals where you're just trying to survive. There shouldn't be anything about a believer that's trying to survive. You shouldn't be singing that, I will survive. I will as long as I live and all this stuff is by my side. I, 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 there should be none of that. He's like, not only will I will survive, but I will thrive in the things that God has called me. Should believe it. I'm not telling the truth. Should we not be thriving in the things? Even during COVID. Do you remember in the Old Testament where Moses and all of a sudden it said that the, the children of Israel, they waxed strong. As more, the more they oppressed them, the more they grew. The more that they tried to put on them. Okay, you're going to make bricks without straw. Okay. And they start having babies. I mean, you know, I'm telling you, they, they begin to they just grow strong. We should, no matter how oppressed we are, no matter what COVID says, no matter what the government says, no matter what mandates come about no matter what the enemy tries to put on us there should be something that rises up on the inside of a believer that says I know in whom I have believed that he is able to keep that which I've committed to him against that day no matter what the enemy throws at me I know that my God will turn it for good because that's the kind of God I serve I don't serve one of those little bitty mealy mouth God I serve a God who performs everything that he says that he's going to do so no matter what, bring it on, government. Bring it on, mandates. Come on, COVID. I got something that is greater because I heard him say, greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that's in the world. And he's on my side. I'm on his side. So I know that I can not only make it through, but I'm going to thrive this year because I have his promise, I have his presence, and I have his power. Oh, it's a power like, un, like nobody knows. I mean, you could call Captain America and all them other deals, all them other deals, but I got something who is a captain of the host, and his name is Jesus. Listen, I know, I know you may have something, you may have it on the inside, but the Bible says this. Ooh, this is so good. This is about, I'm about to hit you with this. The Bible said this, and this is good. The truth of the matter is, is that those of us who have the Holy Spirit of God, we have an advantage. You got an advantage on everybody else. How do you know? Read the word. It says it is to your advantage that I go away. If I don't go away, then the helper won't come. Anybody need some help? Anybody need some help with the help of the Lord? I know, I, you know, I remember when, uh, when I was young, I hear them old preachers, and they'd be preaching, all of a sudden they'd get going, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, mm, mm. I'm like, what is that? Is that like an engine revving? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that about? And he would say this, I feel my help coming on. I'm like, what is that? I don't see nobody around him. What is wrong? 
What is, what is he talking about? He goes, I feel my help coming. And so he would say, my help don't come from this world, but my help cometh from the maker of heaven and earth. And all of a sudden, people are like, ah! I'm like, what is that? See, that's the stuff I didn't want. You know what I'm saying? That's the stuff I, but all of a sudden, you're laughing, but the truth of the matter is, you may not see anybody around you, but there's a reason why when chaos is going on, that you all of a sudden feel the joy of the Lord that is your strength. All of a sudden, when everything else is going crazy, you feel the peace of the Lord because you know the Prince of Peace that lives on the inside of you. When everything else is crazy, all of a sudden you feel the help of the Lord when nobody else is around you. But it's not about who's around you. It's about who's in you. And whoever is in you is causing the power of God to come out of you so that you can be who God's called you to be and do what he's called you to do. Come on, somebody. I know that you may not know. It's like, well, do I need that kind of help? The answer is yes. You need that help. Do you need that kind of joy? The answer is yes. You need that joy. Do you need that peace? Yes. You need all of it, everything that God has for you. So when you sit back all you want to and fold your arms, be like, that's not for me. That's not for me. That's for those other people. It's for you. It's for you. It really is. It's for you. The truth of the matter is, is you need him. It's not a it. It's, it's a who. He is the Prince of Peace. Ooh, I feel his presence even in here right now. I feel his joy coming up, bubbling up even right now. I feel his life coming. Do you feel that? Do you know he's in the room even right now? You need his promise. He need his promise. You need his presence. You need his power on the inside of you. Some of you have been living, living beneath the means that God has for you. God says, cash in today. Let's trade up the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Trade up those garments. All of that depression and oppression, take it off. It don't look good on you. But put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Put on his grace. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on his righteousness because our righteousness is as filthy rags. Take them rags off. I remember when I would come in from playing. My mom would say, take them. Don't, don't come in here. Take them rags off. But mom, don't mind me. I said, take them off. I said, take them off today. Take off the rags. Take off the filthy rags and put on the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus that the Holy Spirit is a, is a guarantee, the Bible says, for us to step in to all that he has. I know you're feeling this mess. I see it. I see it on you. Come on. Somebody got a habit today. Somebody just be like, I'm tired of living this way. God's got something else for me. God's got something else for me. I don't want to live beneath the means. I'll say it in whatever way you need me to say it. You need me to say it? Say it in, in whatever however you want me to say it. I'm telling you, God wants you to step up and step into his presence. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yes to him. Anybody that's here this morning watching this morning, just like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Just say yes to him. Receive his promise because he promised. You can even say, Lord, you promised. Receive it. 